0: Hello and welcome along to today's podcast. Hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for listening. It's Thursday, January the twenty-eighth, and we've heard the phrase, and you probably have as well, "Covid quite a lot during the pandemic. And now footage has been released of some of the most blatant rule-breaking in Kent so far. Now, last weekend, police issued another 202 fines in the county, bringing the total number since the start of the year to almost 800. Now, footage from body cameras that are worn by police officers in the county has been given to the Kent Online podcast. In this first clip, you can hear police going into a disused shop in Chatham where they found eight people playing cards.
1: You're aware of the COVID regulations? You're breaching them at the minute. All of you are. Um, so what's going to be? We're going to issue you a ticket. Okay. You got anything with your name on it? No, I haven't. Any way proving that's you? Uh, are you known to police, store? How much is the ticket? Two hundred pounds. Two hundred pounds. Mm. This is serious. We're in a global pandemic. Yeah. Hospi- hospitals in London. Police officers are driving the ambulances because they're that stretched. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a joke.
0: Another clip shows a car being stopped in Folkestone. The female driver then says this to officers.
1: And I've got COVID, by the way. You've got COVID? Right, so what are you doing out? I was just to get some and and go home. Right, well, you shouldn't be out at all, should you? Yeah, I know that. Right, and you haven't got any idea on you? I've got nothing on me, at no. so home. Right, so how am I going to yeah. prove who you are? again? Why are they messaging you? Oh.
0: Finally three men had to be rescued after getting trapped on a sea fort off the Kent coast.
1: You are going to be issued with a Covid ticket obviously you know due to national lockdown you shouldn't be gathering in more than two people outside within two metres of each other and you shouldn't be Doing stuff that's non-essential, which obviously your journey is clearly non-essential. Yeah, yeah. These chaps are from Staffordshire. They've um, driven down to Southend on Sea so far. They've then got on their own little rib, and they've um, gone to Red uh, Fault Pit, I believe it is. Um, Their boat's gone astray, and they've had to be rescued to here. Yeah, they're not from the same household, so they are going to be. Uh, being issued with tickets. They're an the outside place in a group of more than two doing an activity that's non-essential.
0: You can watch all of that footage in full and let us know what you think by commenting on the story at kentonline.co.uk. Elsewhere today, a man's been arrested after a suspicious package was sent to a COVID-19 vaccine production plant in North Wales. You might have heard about this yesterday, actually. It was received at the facility in Wrexham, and that's where the Oxford AstraZeneca jab is put into vials. While officers detained a 53-year-old suspect from Chatham this morning and raided properties in Luton Road and Chatham Hill, police say there's no evidence to suggest there is an ongoing threat. The founder of the popular Mickey's Diner in Kent has died after contracting COVID while in hospital. Michael Shembury set up the roadside restaurant on Bluebell Hill in 2006 and passed away just after Christmas. He was 62. Meantime, the family of a popular Canterbury Postman who died after contracting COVID say no one can let down their guard against the virus. 55-year-old Tony James caught it shortly before Christmas. Royal Mail colleagues have described him as one of life's good guys. As the rollout of the vaccine continues, one of Kent's MPs has appeared in a video urging black people to get the jab. The pain that our communities have gone through is indescribable. Maidstone's Helen Grant has joined Conservative and Labour politicians after a report found adults in minority ethnic groups were less likely to go for an appointment. They're aiming to tackle any misinformation and reassure people the vaccine is safe. Let's hear a little bit more of it. I am a Labour MP.
1: I'm a Conservative MP. MPs don't agree all the time. But on taking the vaccination issue, we do. Coronavirus has really turned our world upside down and taken far too many of our loved ones far too soon.
0: Earlier in the week, Govinda Sander from Gravesham's Cohesion Plus issued a similar message.
1: This virus does not discriminate when it comes to faith, you know, when it comes to religion, uh, uh, you know, when it comes to kind of background. So it's really important that we all, you know, stand together as a community of Kent and, you know, support each other and make sure not only as many people get the vaccine, but other people stay as safe as possible.
0: You can hear all of that chat by listening back to Monday's podcast. And finally, stats we've had through today show that just under 173,700 people in Kent and Medway have so far had a dose of the COVID vaccine. However, that's only 40% of the total number in the top four priority groups that the government want to have vaccinated by mid-February. Another 42 deaths have been reported by hospitals in the county today, taking the total during the pandemic to more than 4,000. The Kent Online Podcast with Serenity Parks. A man's been arrested following a protest at an army barracks in Folkestone that's being used to house asylum seekers. Activists calling for Napier Barracks to be closed threw fake blood at the gates this morning. The military facility has been used to house up to 400 men who cross the Channel on small boats, and there's recently been an outbreak of COVID there. A 36-year-old is in custody on suspicion of criminal damage. A man and woman have been arrested following a major search for a missing Sheppey pensioner. The police helicopter was used to look for the 76-year-old former teacher after he disappeared. The arrests were made when a taxi driver reported having the missing man and two other people in the back of their car. Now the family of a teenage girl from Maidstone are hoping a new drug trial that's not yet available on the NHS could help in her fight against cancer. What started as a lump in 19-year-old Yasmin Kirkham's throat turned into a long battle against T-lymphoblastic lymphoma. So far, £22,000 has been raised in the hope she can complete pioneering treatment in America, which costs £1,700 a month. We've been speaking to Yasmin's mum, Kirsty.
1: I'm absolutely overwhelmed by it all. I can't thank everyone enough for what they've done for, my, for our daughter. It means the world to me and Paul as a family. It really does. It's taking the burden off of us. The donations and just the well wishes, just everyone sharing her story. It's just amazing and we're forever grateful. I honestly don't know how we could ever repay them, never. I've got a very good friend that's obviously lent us the money to pay for this, the first month of treatment until we got the crowdfunding underway. So she actually started this t- the treatment last Tuesday and touched wood, if her body tolerates it, it could prolong her life. It may not cure her, but it could prolong her life. Unfortunately, at the moment, Yasmin can't walk. So to watch her go from a dancing, skating around an ice rink, a beautiful young girl, to being bed bound, it's heartbreaking to watch, it really is. It's really knocked it's, you know, We've never really seen Yasmin cry. She's not a crier. But this time around, she's been very upset about it all because she, her words,
0: she feels her life is being taken away from her. And details of how to donate are at kentonline.co.uk.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: The government insists they're doing all they can to keep traffic flowing through Kent after chaos at the border just before Christmas. David MP Natalie Elphick has questioned the Transport Secretary in the Commons today, urging him to be ready for any future disruption. you probably remember seeing all of those queues of lorries on the M20 when France shut the border. Well, let's have a listen to the exchange in the Commons earlier between Natalie Elphick and the response from Grant Shapps. Having worked so positively with my right honourable friend, and my honourable friend for Redditch, Minister McLean, over so many months on the Keep Dover Clear strategy, it was extremely disappointing that Dover came to a halt, a standstill and gridlock following France's unreasonable closure of the border. Will my right honourable friend reaffirm the government's commitment to keep Dover clear so that whatever is happening at the port of Dover or by the French, people can get around to work, to school and in their daily lives?
1: Mr. Speaker, my honourable friend is absolutely right. I want to pay tribute to her for the way that she has campaigned to keep Dover clear, and she's right also in saying that before Christmas, uh, President Macron decided to close the French border uh, with no notice, meaning that we ended up with thousands of lorries gridlocking uh, Kent uh, and uh, had to put in place emergency measures, which have included, at this stage, having uh, provided lateral flow tests to 120 thousand hauliers uh, in order for them to cross. I can report to the House that once they've crossed to the other side, the French have also been carrying out some tests. None have come across with uh, coronavirus as a result of the enormous programme we've put in place, none of which would have been possible without, my honourable friend's tremendous assistance during those few days before Christmas, whilst the military, uh, the NHS Test and Trace, the police and not least the local MP worked to clear the problem.
0: At Kent Online, you can see pictures of a seafront development in Kent as it really starts to take shape. The former Pleasurama site at Royal Sands in Ramsgate has been derelict for more than 20 years, but will eventually be home to dozens of apartments. The first homes are expected to be ready to move into by this summer. The overall project is costing £50 million. Controversial plans for a new McDonald's in Ashford have been scrapped. The fast food chain wanted to build another branch on land off Chart Road, but there were concerns it could cause traffic chaos. The proposal submitted to the council has now been withdrawn. The Kent Online podcast has been told how building the new Lower Thames Crossing will help support more than 22,000 jobs. The longest road tunnel in the UK is going to be constructed between Essex and Gravesend to help ease congestion at Dartford. Highways England say they'll need to take on hundreds of roles, including engineers, architects and designers. Meantime, the government's being urged to talk to the Mayor of London about plans to make people pay £3.50 to drive from Dartford into Bexley. A proposed daily charge for entering Greater London would affect people living and working on the border with Kent. Dartford MP Gareth Johnson has raised concerns in the Commons, but Transport Minister Chris Heaton-Harris blamed TfL. Here's what happened.
1: Speaker, what discussions has my right honourable friend had with the Mayor of London over his proposals to charge my constituents in Kent £3.50 to drive into the neighbouring London borough of Bexley. Does he agree with me that this would have a catastrophic and disproportionate impact on places like Dartford that border London? Uh, I thank my old friend for his question. And uh, uh, there are always lots of conversations going on between Uh, Transport for London, the Mayor and the Department. Transport in London is devolved uh, to the Mayor of London and, and TfL, Transport for London, and it is because of decisions that the Mayor has made, it has found itself saddled with massive debt and unable to deliver infrastructure projects, leaving it in a weak position even before Covid raised its ugly head. The Government, a taxpayer therefore, has agreed two extraordinary funding, uh, funding packages and financing packages for TfL worth over £3 billion to ensure the continuation of public transport services in this great city.
0: Sadiq Khan has previously said the extra fee wouldn't be needed if the government allowed them to keep and reinvest money paid by Londoners in vehicle excise duty. Plans for a huge new education campus in North Kent have been given the go-ahead. The academy is going to be built in the Ebb's Fleet Garden city development between Dartford and Gravesend. It'll cater for more than 2,200 primary and secondary pupils. Now, it's 125 years since the first speeding fine was issued right here in Kent. Walter Arnold was pulled over by police for going at, would you believe, eight miles per hour, and that was four times the legal limit. He was taken to Tunbridge Police Court and also faced three further charges and was fined 4 pounds seven shillings. You can read the full story at Kent Online. Keepers at the Wildwood Trust near Canterbury have spent hours counting hundreds of animals for their annual stock take. It's revealed the Kent Wildlife Park is home to about 1,400 animals from 80 different species, including wolves, bears and wild cats. And it's thought more than 90,000 of you were still able to see the pantomime at Kent's biggest theatre over Christmas. Nurse Nelly Saves Panto was streamed online after it was confirmed audiences wouldn't be able to watch in person at the Marlowe in Canterbury. And it was watched around the world too, with people downloading it in countries including Australia, Canada and Hong Kong. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow. Located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks.